0: And we are live, I'm gonna do the intro. Welcome to the Keep the Faith Podcast. I am your host, Tori. And with me, I have the one and only Mr. Les Eccles here with me today. How are you today, Les?
1: Great, great. How are you this evening?
0: I am wonderful. And of course, we're going to be touching on some various topics today. We're going to be talking about Juneteenth. Father's Day weekend is coming up. So we're going to be talking about some things. But what I'm going to do first is I'm going to try to share this to my personal page. So y'all bear with me just a second. I'm going to share this to my personal page. Hopefully, I'm doing this right. I'm not sure. Did it share to my personal page? Check it for me, Jamil. But anyway, we're gonna get started, and of course, we want to touch bases on Juneteenth. And I got the shout out to. 360 Real Talk. They did an awesome podcast on on Juneteenth because so many people are not aware of Juneteenth. Juneteenth is something that we're not taught about in school. And to be honest with you, I did not learn about Juneteenth until I became an adult and started working in radio. That's when I learned of Juneteenth. So, Les, I'm going to ask you this question, um, first of all, before we get into the topic at hand. Tell us a little bit about Les Echos. It's as if no one knows who you are already because you wear so many hats.
1: Stop. It. Don't make my head any bigger. Um, well, about my nine to five is I'm Director of Community Minority Enterprise for the Greater Foreign Chamber of Commerce, uh, which means I'm responsible for uh, uh, relations, community relations, like like this show and getting out in the community, uh, as well as programs and events that boost the community, uh, diversity and inclusion initiatives. Uh, and anything community related festivals, et cetera. And I'm also responsible for being a liaison between business world, uh, the community and, and government. So um so I get to wear a lot of hats. I get to play in a lot of cookie jars. so uh, so um I, and I love that, but um I also sit on numerous boards and um, as well as co-founded and uh, sit on the board of Mingle of the PD. so
0: okay, now tell us a little bit about um, the Chamber and Mingle of the PD for those that may not know.
1: Well, chambers, of course, um, chambers are member service organizations, which means businesses join chambers, individuals join chambers uh, with the objective of getting a service out of it. The service they get out of the chamber is business events, business programs that help them boost their business, help them go out and network to the community and meet different people, meet and greet different people. Uh so so that's the that's the chamber in a nutshell. Um when I came onto the chamber, they told me that I was an agent of change. That was the purpose of bringing me into the chamber and to kind of expand the horizons, kind of create new innovative programs and events that they'd never done before, and therefore bring a new audience, bring different people that have never really followed the chamber or knew what the chamber did before. So uh that's kind of my role with the chamber. Mingling the PD is something um a few of us, there were four of us actually, we call ourselves a mingle for uh myself, Nicole Eccles, uh Linwert, Edwards and Katrina Garnes. We started an organization back in um, 2014. And, and to be quite frank, we attend a lot of networking events. We attend a lot of, of, of things and gigs, and we didn't see a lot of people. A lot of times we didn't saw, see a lot of people that looked like us. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the objective was to start, start it. You know, so we went out and created Mingle of the PD, minorities involved in network, growth, leadership, and empowerment. And we started off um, very strong. We started off with a uh we would do an event a month at a at a minority business. Mm-hmm. And uh we carried, we rolled that out for like two years and then eventually we we burned out a little bit because mm-hmm. it was just four of us. Yeah. So we began to grow the board, we became a legit 501c3, um, and that opened the door for grants and other program initiatives that we wanted to roll out. So so uh, we don't do the events, the social events as much, but mm-hmm. we are uh, a little more well-rounded of an organization because, like I said, we do have a civic component where we do deck the dorm, which we help uh, we help college freshmen going into to with their dorm supplies. Uh, we also have a tutoring program which we tutor youth, mm-hmm. um, and so that's a new program we just rolled out this past year. We got a a, a grant from uh, Duke Energy, uh, which is going to help us in that, and uh, we got numerous supporters, Assurance. Uh is one of our supporters for our deck to dorm program. So we got uh numerous community supporters, uh corporate support. So we're mainstream, I guess, so to speak now. So um that's good. And so the chamber um conversely, the chamber supports a lot of what I do, um, with the realization that a lot of things I do aren't chamber programs or events, mm-hmm. but they support the initiatives with the, you know, uh with the with the point that I'm the ambassador or I'm you know a good steward for the chamber time and and, and effort. So
0: okay. Now we're gonna talk about Juneteenth. Of course, we got Juneteenth coming up this weekend and yes. we got Father's Day weekend, but we're gonna touch on Juneteenth first. Now, for those of us, like I said, I did not learn of Juneteenth until I became an adult. What exactly um well let me ask you this. How long? When did you learn of Juneteenth? Were you did you learn about Juneteenth as a child?
1: I, I had the fortunate I was very fortunate with black history in that when I was five years old, my parents gave me a black history book Mm -hmm. and told me they didn't give me any direction. They gave me a black history book and said, okay, read that. Just Mm -hmm. look through it, whatever. And so throughout the years i you know, read and looked through. And then as I grew, I read and looked through and wanted to learn more and more and more. So I, I, I learned, you know, stuff relatively early. Although I, I didn't know the intricate logistics of it, right. but I learned a lot of Black history relatively early. I, I knew of it, didn't knew exactly know exactly what it was mm-hmm. or what it stood for. Yes. So, um, so, so I didn't know of it, you know, grow, kind of growing up. But and you know, as an adult is when I really said, okay, this is this is a big deal. So, mm-hmm. um, so that's when I really kind of embraced it and began to move forward with. It. And I also went to an HBCU. Okay. Um, a historically black college, so um, so that also kind of instilled those, you know, anything that's historically black, there, you mm-hmm. know, that's going to be instilled. So
0: okay, and what exactly does Juneteenth mean to you?
1: Juneteenth means to me, um, it's a it's a celebration of freedom, um, and and that freedom is going to come regardless because they mm-hmm. tried to 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 hold us back, right? They tried to keep us in slavery. There were still two hundred fifty thousand slaves in Texas, mm-hmm. um, when um when they announced uh, when they came down to Galveston and announced it. So um, so it means freedom, that freedom is going to come and regardless of how much and how hard you try to hold people back that, you know, they're going to eventually fight and and they're going to eventually be free. Um, So that's what it means to me is that freedom will come in spite of.
0: And if I did my history correctly, was it did it take uh, two years for us, for some slaves to realize that they were free, that it wasn't until two years later. Correct. it was written into the emancipation and it correct. was it two years later it that some slaves did not even know correct. that they were free
1: correct well it was a little over two years actually it went the emancipation went to effect uh january 1st
0: 1863 if i'm not mistaken so. and, hold on and, i did my research let me see I, go, think I think it's i think it's
1: 1863 and it was actually 1862 but it went to effect january 1st 1863 yeah. And mm-hmm. by 1865, you still had 250,000 slaves and sitting in yeah. Texas, mm-hmm. you know, wondering what's going on. Mm-hmm. And um, when they and then they got the news. So um, okay,
0: you reading everything out in print out.
1: <laughs> oh, and so of course you own it. <laughs> so of course we we you know we unfortunately we go from there to to a false sense of you know freedom and to mm-hmm. Jim Crow and etc. But you know the fact of the matter is the the freedom was there and, and it came and regardless of all the everything you tried to do to really hold it back. Absolutely. It came, um, you know, at the end of the day. So,
0: and also what is your, cause you know, a lot of people, I definitely want to know your take on this. A lot of people compare the, uh, make the comparison of Juneteenth and July 4th. How do you compare the two?
1: Um, it, I guess, um, I guess I bring up Frederick Douglass, um, when saying that, um, cause Frederick Douglass said, what is the 4th of July to a slave? Um, and so I would say that Juneteenth is our 4th of July, um, Juneteenth is our celebration of freedom. And that's not, I don't want to take anything away from the 4th of July. Um, But the fact of the matter is at that point in 1776, there was no celebration for my ancestors. And so, um, I look at Juneteenth more of that celebration. Do my children go out and look at fireworks on July 4th? Of course. Do I, they wear red, white and blue? Of course. I and, mean, you know, we're American born American bred We have the rights and, and, you know, as citizens of the United States. Uh, and we we have that right. We reserve that right, but at the same time, realizing that Juneteenth is actually, you know, when we were free. That's when we were free. That's when we celebrate the same way. And it's the the it's you know, if you ever read the uh, Frederick Douglass piece, uh, "What is the Fourth of July to a Slave?" I mean, the, the hypocrisy how he lays out the hypocrisy of us trying to get freedom and then at the same time having slaves. It was a, you know, the the hypocrisy kind of kind of speaks. Kind of speaks to me, um, kind of speaks to my spirit, and so, um, and so that's that's one of the reasons why I really look at Juneteenth as a celebration of freedom, and not to take away from July Fourth, not to mm-hmm. take away from that Independence Day, but um, but but definitely um, you know, definitely a a step in a different direction, but at the same time, uh, a celebration of freedom for us.
0: Absolutely. And as a matter of fact, we have a big um, Juneteenth celebration coming up this weekend. Tell everybody about the Juneteenth celebration. It's going to be at Culture this weekend.
1: Yes, it's going to be at Culture. Culture is located at 3027 C East Palmetto Street. Uh, It's going to start at 3 p.m. We got a lot of big names. We got Voodoo Child out there. He's going to be on the ones and twos. Uh, We're going to have Miss Tanya, the poet. Uh, for those who know of her, um, she's going to have some other poets out there with her and we got the Saxy keys band are going to be in the house. Wow. So, uh, so we got a good lineup. We got some other acts that are going to be released later on in the week. Okay. Uh, we got, uh, it's going to be a lot of vendors out there. Uh, there's going to be food drinks. Um, just a fun time. And this is the first time we're doing this with culture. Okay. So, uh, so we really want it to be a good time. Um, and really wanted to kind of expound on this next year, but, um, but we're really looking forward to it. Uh, culture uh miss consuela culture has really um went out of her way to to make sure it's a successful event uh mingle and pd jumped on board and said hey we want to partner with you and she said hey yeah come on and so uh we kind of built it from there and um we're we're looking forward to it and to be honest with you now we're we're talking about juneteenth Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i've been wanting to do a juneteenth program for years Mm -hmm. um i know florence did used to do one years ago i think um the late ed robinson um, well, had kind of, uh, cultivated one as well as I think, um, I think uncle Buddha did one, uh, a few years back, but I've been wanting to do one for, and we did something, uh, at, at jazz on Dargon a few years ago, but I've been kind of wanting to do something bigger yeah. and, um, and, um, and kind of tack on with someone else to not reinvent the wheel. Yeah. And so this was that opportunity to kind of, um, to kind of create that, uh, space. Okay.
0: Sounds good. Now, the other thing that I want to touch bases on um, is of course is Father's Day weekend. Now, here is my thing. I am a single mom and I am an advocate of when it's Father's Day weekend, I want to celebrate the Fathers. Now, what is your take on the single mothers? Like I said, I know I may make some, I may ruffle some feathers, you know, with what I'm about to say, but I'm a single parent. But Sunday, when Sunday comes, It's for the dads. I'm not going to say I'm the dad as well. I can never be a father. So what is your take on when you see these posts and, and things of that nature where they say, what, tell them Happy Father's Day? I don't agree with that at all. I feel as though, you know, there are some fathers that may not be doing what they're supposed to. But at the same time, there are fathers that are doing their job. So right. I feel like that is the day set aside to those fathers that are doing what they're supposed to do. So there are some that's going to have you're going to see these posts. You're going to see. And I know I'm going to make some people mad, but you know what? I don't really care. But, you know, it's I'm a single parent, but I'm never going to say that I'm my son's father as well. I'm his mom. I'm, his, you know, I'm always gonna be there. But I would never say to him that I am his father. I take nothing away from his father. I salute his father. You know, whether he's in his life actively or not, he's still his father. He's still planted to see. He's the reason why my son is here. So, what is your take on when you see those posts? When you see those single moms and they're saying, you know, it's it's my day as well. I mean, we had a whole day. Mother's Day is celebrated actually starting in January. When they start saying something about Father's Day is beginning of what June, mm-hmm. and Father's Day is mm-hmm. in June, right? Yes. And we're prepared for Mother's Day. What? What? Three, four months in advance. <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> My stance on that has kind of kind of mellowed in, in in the past few years. But I, 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 let me start by saying two things. Um, first of all, um, when it's when it's single, mile, you mm-hmm. know, we don't wear green to celebrate St. Patrick's Day.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: when it's Christmas, we don't walk around in turkey suits. Celebrate mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. So uh, when it's Mother's Day, we celebrate mothers. Period. Mm-hmm. I mean, regardless if they, you know, we celebrate mothers. That's what it's about. So Father's Day, I mean, it's celebrate the fathers. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not rocket science. It's not anything that we should have to go around about. Let's celebrate. Let's give them one day. Mm-hmm. I mean, we get men don't get many days. Let's just be <laughs> let's be honest about it. Men don't many get days. many days. We don't get Valentine's Day. We don't get a lot of days. So um. Father's Day. Um, and and also being a, I think people sometimes equate being a single parent with being with with assuming the father isn't there. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's something else that we do as people that we have to get away from because we assume, oh, I'm a single parent. So that means the father's not there, which is not always the case. But um, but I just think that fathers just give the fathers a day if they're, you know, if they're not there or not present, then so be it. But don't ruin it for everyone else.
2: Absolutely. You know, if it's
1: if it's you know, like I said, if it's Thanksgiving, don't bring Santa Claus out yet and ruin it for the turkey. Let, right. let the turkey have his day. Let them them gobble a little bit. Right. Um, so um, so so let let you know let, that's my stance. You know, let men have their day, let fathers have their day. Um, uh, mothers' day, let mothers have that. I mean, I'm not gonna go on Facebook and say, Oh, um, you know, shouts out to all the mothers and all the single dads holding it down. I'm not doing that. So, yeah. um, although I did it out of sarcasm, you know, I do it out of sarcasm sometimes, <laughs> but um, I, like I said, I mellowed. Yeah, on, on kind of you know being open without those kind of stances, but um, but yeah, let let the fathers have their day, it's Father's Day, let them enjoy it. Um, you know, just let them let them enjoy,
0: absolutely. And then coming up, uh, this Thursday, you got Mick is. Didn't make sure I said right. Mingle the PD.
1: Yes, has an event coming up at yes. Showtime. That's this Thursday, correct? That is correct. That is correct. We're gonna do a back to business networking event. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the understanding that so many people have been, you know, we've been on lockdown and we've had so many COVID restrictions. So this is Mingle's first, uh, first in person event probably in over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna be at uh, Showtime Showtime Event Event Center, which is at twelve ten West Evan Street in Florence. And so, um, uncle Buddha again, um, you know, local, uh, radio, radio host, radio celebrity has been, has, uh, you know, uh, decided to host us. We're going to have networking. and we're going to have vendors there as well. Okay. So it's going to be a, a good time. Um, just an opportunity to network, come out, enjoy mingle with the PD. We're starting at five 30. We're going to go to about seven 30. So, uh, just a casual after hours networking event. Um, you know, people are going to ask, what's the dress code? You know, whatever you want to work, just, you yeah. know, just wear it there and and come on out and enjoy, bring some business cards and just just enjoy a good time. You know, we'll, you know, wear masks and social distance as, as needed. But um again, back to business networking event. That's gonna be Thursday, June 17th, 5:30 to 730 at Showtime Event Center.
0: Okay. And also I told you that, you know, I was gonna throw a loop in, you know, could we touched on Juneteenth. We touched on uh mingle the PD, the events is going on. We touched on uh the being uh, at culture this weekend so here's my thing i'm throwing a wrench in the you know i'm gonna throw a wrench out so like i said i know you're gonna expound on this okay mm-hmm. and this is totally on a different direction but what do you say because i actually had a, a friend of mine say to me the other day that there are no good men out there Uh-oh. like what Do like we have the women that are are very educated. They're they're working They have their own job. You know, I'm going to I'm throwing this out there. Now, let me say this. This is a disclaimer. Les is speaking from his perspective. He's not speaking for all men. So let me just put that out there. He's speaking from his perspective. I'm going to ask him the question. He's coming from his perspective. He's not speaking for all men. But I had a friend of mine that say that they are what basically in, in a nutshell that we don't need men. Now, me personally, I will never ever in my life say that, that I, I would never say that I would love to have a companion, but I want the right one. I will never make the statement of that. I don't need a man. So what do you say? To those women that are very independent and feel as if men are not needed at, at all. And then let me also, also say this. Now, there are some women such as myself that have dealt with different traumas in life and We felt like, I know I have, I don't anymore, but I have also felt like men have failed me because of different traumas. But like I said, I'm in the process of healing and I'm no longer thinking that way. So what do you say to those independent women that feel as if they don't need men and to women such as myself that experience trauma where you have been hurt, where I've been hurt back to back. In different situations by men and I felt as if there was no hope in men I gave up on men like I felt like I'm just gonna be the, you know just just help people and just you know sometimes I and let me also say this I love the relationship that you and Nicole have you guys make me believe in love because there was a time I didn't have any hope so I know I'm, I'm, I'm throwing a lot at you at one time so let me just be quiet <laughs>
1: Well um uh, first of all ind- independent women uh, continue to be independent continue to be strong continue to take care of yourselves and your children um and etc um and 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 with people who've been going through trauma that's understood mm-hmm. you know that's understood you've gone through trauma i mean if it if somebody was robbed or somebody you know went through any type of trauma they're going to be apprehensive about the situation um but we're keeping in mind that also there what's the ratio of women to men i don't even have that data handy but mm-hmm. Um, With the understanding that you may, you know, you may run into some bumps in a row when it comes to men, um, you know, uh, and conversely, men the same. But with uh, women so much outnumbering men, uh, particularly when we're talking about the black community um, specifically, um, you know, it's one of those situations where, you know, I almost hate to say it. You you kind of are in a in a situation where it's, it's, it's a lot of times it's the luck of the draw. Um, you know, you might get someone and you think they're great in the beginning, and it might not be that great. Um, you may get someone and they're, you know, they, you know, not so great, and they'll turn, you know, turn everything around, turn their life around, you know, find Christ, etc. So, um, so whatever it is, but um, you know, there's no, I, I, I can't give a concrete answer to that. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I could say is continue to be independent, but don't say, oh, that, you know, all, all men are this or so all men are that, because that's just not true. Um, you know, and, you know, welcome to debate me on that aspect of it, (laughs) but, uh, I mean, this is not true to all men of this, all men of that, you know, I'm sorry, you know, if you had several bad situations, I'm sorry for you, Tori, Mm -hmm. that you had those situations. Um, you know, I, I wish it wouldn't have happened to you, but, um, but don't, you know, don't say, Oh, I'm going to let down. I mean, if you lose a job, you know, say, I'm done with jobs. I'm not working anymore. Right. You know, if you, you know, if you fall down, you're not gonna say, I'm done with walking. Right. I'm not gonna get up and walk anymore. Forget right. that. I'm, I'm just a bad TV show. I'm not watching TV anymore. Right. You know, so life is about you keep moving. Mm-hmm. You know, I always use my best example of life. I always use is um, bereavement. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, somebody, you, you know, your dad dies and you get three days. You know, so I mean, I mean, on paper, you get three days. Right. off. You know, that's it. Right. And, you know, so it's like kind of like three days. Get, you know, get back to life. Mm-hmm. So um. so that's kind of always my analogy for life is that you, you got to keep moving. And it might not be great, and it might not. And it's gonna scar you. You, you know, if you fall on, you're gonna get scarred a couple of times. But you got to keep moving, and um, and those scars are gonna hurt. And you got to get the bandages that you need for those scars. I mean, because you're not always gonna be able to solve the scars. You're not gonna be able to take it from the inside out. But sometimes you can put bandages on those scars, and just just to just to get you moving, just to get you padded up to get to that next hurdle. And sometimes you get to that next hurdle, you might fall again. But then guess what? you know, you got to get back up. You can't just stop. Like I said, you can't just sell. Oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to work anymore. I'm tired of that. You know, right. you gotta, you gotta go, you gotta do it. You gotta hustle. So, um, so it kind of, it's kind of one of those things where I, I hate that women, uh, so many women, particularly when you're talking about a small community of, of of black women have gone through so much. Um, But, you know, and, and, and men, we can do better as, as, as a whole, you know, we can do better. You know, let's just be frank. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's just be honest about it. We can do better. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's not just oh, all men are this and all men do this. We we gotta stop dismissing, oh, all men do this, or all men are like that. We 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 gotta stay away from that mentality. Um, and if it's if it behooves you to not, you know, deal with a man for X amount of time or for X amount of, you know, so be it. But don't dismiss it as, oh, I'm doing this because all men are blah, blah, blah. You know, right. you have to do it because it's what makes you better. Right. You know, what if it's going to make you a better person to not deal, then don't deal. But if it's, you're just doing it just to prove a point or just to say, I'm, you know, I'm independent woman, I'm strong. And, you know, there's a lot of strong men,
2: yeah. you know, there's a lot of
1: strong, independent men and they're, they're making it happen, too. So, right. I mean, you know, to say, oh, I'm a strong, independent woman. OK, Great. But, um, you know, you got to keep moving, you got to keep going, you got to keep pushing along. So, um, so like I said, my analogy to that is, you know, you got to three days, you got to keep it moving. Okay. And that's just, a, like I said, that's just a, that's a, that's a very broad analogy, but at the end of the day, you got to get back up. You got to keep moving. And if you got to, sometimes you got to put shoulder pads on, sometimes you put a helmet on right. and, but you got to get through that next, that next battle, you got to get through that next fight. And, um, you know, if you need support and one thing we don't do, we do not, we do not, we do not get help. We don't talk to anybody as a community. We do not talk to anyone as a community. I mean, we might talk to our pastor. We might talk to our pastor and first lady, but other than that, we do not go to counseling. We do not get help. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the things is that, you know, when I talk to my white counterparts, they all went to counseling. They all have their meds. They're all, you know, and that's not to compare the two, but I mean, we don't get help and Mm -hmm. we don't, sometimes we don't get the help that we need in order to heal ourselves. So we think we're supposed to automatically just wake up. I'm going to power through this. No, you're not going to do it. Right. You know, sometimes you can't do it on your own. You have to get help. You have to talk to somebody. And you know, if you talk to somebody who's just as upset with you about with men as you are, that might backfire. So you right. might want to talk to somebody else who's even <laughs> who's either qualified to counsel you or who's not going through that or hasn't been through that.
0: Absolutely.
1: Or, or, or sometimes it's a good thing to talk. I mean, you know, and those who have parents and aunts and uncles alive, talk to them, mm-hmm. see what they went through, because a lot of times I found that when daughters talk to their mothers, a lot of times the mom went through the same thing but didn't say anything because it was back in the, you know, back yeah. in the day when everything was good and we're supposed to just act yes. like we're not supposed to get divorced and all that. Cause people think, Oh, everything was better back in the day, but not necessarily. I, I think, right. you know, I, I think a lot of things were, were let go uh, back in the day, but I, I don't think, it, I can't say it was any better or worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that we, we have to get to a point to where we start healing and see someone and talk to someone that can help us to heal. Instead of dismissing the the people who might be of some help. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe if you meet this guy and he's a jerk, he might turn out to be a good guy. Maybe if you meet this female and she's not so great, she might turn out to be a great female. But you got to, you know, you got to really and don't throw yourself into it. And I think that we make a mistake with that. We throw ourselves into these relationships. We don't date. Mm -hmm. We don't date. Right? You understand what I'm saying? We don't date. We, we, We find someone and we're automatically connected to them. We're automatically going to go exclusively, mm-hmm. you know, people dating is about, you know, you go out to dinner, you may go out to dinner with this gentleman one week, you may go out to gen- dinner with that gentleman next week, but you're dating, you're not sleeping with anyone, you're not having a relationship,
2: you're yeah. dating,
1: you're just finding yourself. Okay, let's go on a date. Let's go to the movies. That yeah. doesn't have to end in some type of encounter. Yeah. You're just going to see a movie. And right. so I think we don't date anymore you know we don't we don't court as the old people used to say we don't right. we, we just you know we find someone and that's my exclusive boyfriend or girlfriend and that's it we're off to the sunset so we don't date so we don't a- a- actually find the person we just kind of just jump in and say okay i'm exclusive with this person that's it you know we're moving on and then six months later it's a problem right so um right. so so just wanted I'm, I'm sorry to ramble on this you
2: that's, that's one of the
1: things that we just um we kind of jump in stuff and, yeah. and, you know, once you jump in, once feelings get involved, it's not I mean, people say, oh, you get out of that. It's not that easy to jump out. No, you know, once feelings get involved and you care for this person, you love this person to any extent, you're not going to just, oh, I'm going to jump back out of this relationship. That's it. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not that simple. Um, so we, we have to be more mindful of when we're getting into what we're getting into and who we're getting into with. And also be mindful of their surroundings, be mindful of who they're dealing with. Because sometimes they might be a great person or seem like a great person. And then you see the people they're hanging around. And you say, wait a minute now. If he's with this group and they're doing this and he's not or she's not. So then you kind of and I'm not saying you should lump them into that category. But then you have to say, okay, well, what is what is what is he doing if he's with them? Right. You know, is he just you know, on the side, is he not doing what they're doing? So we have to really evaluate the people we're dealing with, the people we're, you know, getting in the bed with, literally. Yeah. Um, we we have to evaluate it before we take that step. And then we won't end up two years later saying, oh, I regret this whole thing and I regret having this child and blah, blah, blah. And then we, you know, we won't get to that point. So, right. so right. that's kind of, that's kind of my extended stance.
0: Yeah. And you made a very great point in regards to therapy, because of course, in the black community, a lot of times, and I'm big on prayer. Because I'm a spiritual person Absolutely. and I'm and I and I believe in prayer, but sometimes we need more than prayer. Yes. We do need therapy, and a lot of a lot of people in the black community feel as if that therapy is not necessary. They feel as if the different things that we go through, like we experience trauma, depression, all that stuff, is real. You have to. It, I feel like it's necessary for us to get therapy. Right. You know, because I mean, I will admit I sought therapy. I've I've been in therapy and it it took therapy to get to where I am as far as my healing process. Prayer just wasn't enough for me talking to people that may have experienced the things that you experience. Sometimes it can be a good good idea. And in some cases it's not because some people will try to influence you to be bitter like them. And for me, I choose, instead of being bitter, I choose to be better. And I feel like, you know, I I have, I can't, I have to surround myself with positive people at all, at all times. So if I see that you're, you know, a bitter person, I kind of sway to, you know, a different direction. Now, how big are you on, because um, we talked about, when we talked about relationships and stuff, like I said, I want to talk about various topics. Um, how big is forgiveness with you? No matter what what may Ooh. you know no matter what the issue may be how how huge is forgiveness for you because it's very important for me what what's your take on forgiveness
1: forgiveness is huge um if, if you don't forgive you can't it's it's impossible to move on yeah you know, I mean I you know we can sit here and go back and forth you can't move on unless you forgive and you you can't forgive from today <laughs> you've got to forgive moving back
0: mm-hmm. so
1: um you know it's, it's it's really hard to move forward if you don't forgive something. And, you know, we human beings are sensitive creatures. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we might get sensitive or over about something that's not that serious. And so, um, and, and forgiveness is something that we got to, we have to extend grace. Um, we want grace. You know, we want people to be, Oh yeah. I'm, you know, we want people to forgive us. So we have to be, we have to be forgiving or else it's, it's difficult. To, and I'm sure some people can do it. Some people may be able to not forgive and still move on, but You know, and, you know, in my heart of hearts, I have to forgive in order to to move on from anything. I mean, if somebody stole from me or somebody hurt me, you know, I have to forgive. And I think men and women have to learn how to forgive. And it's a situation where forgiving is not the answer. Then you you may need to get out of that situation. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you can't forgive, you can't forget. I mean, you may you never forget, but if you can't forgive. Um, you know, the, the probability of moving on and ever having any trust again, I, I don't know how that happens. And somebody may prove me different, but I don't know how it happens if you don't forgive. Um, you know, you it may not be the situation for you at that time. So, um, and you know, sometimes people grow and sometimes relationships, people grow and reunite later, you know, when they're both grown. Right. Um, you know, so, I mean, if I knew 15 years ago, what I know now um, I probably would have did a lot of things different. You know, if I knew 10 years ago what I know now, I would have did some things different. So I, I think a lot of times people just grow and develop and and change. And sometimes you grow away from a person and sometimes you grow closer to a person. And I think people, we're, we're so anxious to say, oh, I want to find my husband. I want to find my wife that we don't grow into anything. You know, we, we don't grow into what we need to be in. We mm-hmm. kind of jump into something that we may not need to be in. Right. instead of taking time let's grow let's be let's be friends first oh and then you you know a lot of times the best some of the best relationships start your friends oh and then you
2: yeah.
1: start kind of looking at the person like oh the person's attractive blah 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 and then you kind of move further but um but just gaining that knowledge of the person that you're dealing with i think is the is the is the baseline okay. of um of, of moving things forward
0: And just like you said, that you can um, forgive but not forget. A lot of times people make the mistake of thinking that because I forgive you, and this is just my take, just because I forgive you, that doesn't necessarily mean that we have to reconnect or still have a relationship. I can forgive you, but this is just me. Maybe it's kind of harsh, but sometimes I can forgive you and never talk to you again. I wish you well, but that doesn't necessarily mean I need you back into my life. And see, a lot of us make that mistake. Well, I forgive them and you want to give them a second chance. And you realize that some people did not change. You know what right. I mean? And so one of the other things that I wanted to um, touch bases on as well, like I was talking about with Father's Day um, coming up, I'm a you know single single mom um, and there are some parents that will. Um, talk negative about one parent whether it be the father talking to their children or the vice versa and i feel as though um you have to allow your child to make you know they're gonna see they're going to see what's what, especially when they get older, right. they're going to see what's what. So um, and I want to go back to that it's because Father's Day is coming up and I salute the fathers. I'm so happy. because There's so many amazing fathers that I know, such as yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to also go back to touching bases with the you know, when you having the parents talk negatively to about the other parents. You know, what's your take on that? Of course, it, it's something that we don't do. But elaborate more of, you know, where if you see someone that does that, because I mean I've seen i because I've even had com- different conversations with friends of mine, like, you know, they're they're saying negative things about the other parent. And I'm and I'm telling them, don't, don't do that. You know, you can feel what you want to feel, but don't influence the child to, you know, make that you make let them formulate their own opinion.
1: I've um and and I'm gonna say this, I've seen it, but I've never had those people in my circle that did that. And I know a lot of single dads, believe it or not. I know a lot of uh, both single and divorced dads. So, um, so I've never had those people in my circle. I've seen it happen. Um, I think it's bad. Um, at the same time, I don't know what the situation was. Yeah. I don't know what happened really, um, you know, I wouldn't definitely, it's not something I would encourage. Um, but at the same time, speaking from someone being ignorant, because you don't know what happens in people's houses, right? You don't know what happens in people's lives, because you know unless you're there, right? Um, so I, I wouldn't encourage it. But at the same time, there there could be situations where I'm not gonna say it's justified, because yeah. you you don't, you know. I think we we use we use a convenient statement. If you think about it, we always say, "Churn, you stay in churn place." That's what my yeah. grandma would say, churn, stay in churn place, yeah. right? We say that, you know, we say that when we don't want them in our face, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we bring them into our personal business and our relationships. Why? Why do we do that then? Why is it okay to do that? Why is it okay to, say, if they're not supposed to be, in, if they're supposed to stay in children's place, you're not supposed to tell them their dad's a bad person. You're not supposed to tell them their mom's a bad person or how the, you don't need to be over there with that family or their family is this. So I think we, 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 we got to get past that hypocritical stage of saying children need to stay in children's place because if they do need to stay in children's place, then you need to, to not involve them in that situation. So, I mean, and like I said, that's my stance. I don't know what happened in that household or this household, but I, I can say that, you know, let them be, let them be kids. Uh, I, I guess that's, that's in a nutshell. Let them be yeah. kids. Let them be kids. I, I You know, I mean, I'm sure my mom and dad went through a lot, never saw it you know, and I'm sure that's not because nothing happened, right? you know, but I mean, it's because they didn't allow me, they didn't allow us to be in that space. You know, why would you allow us to be in that space? You know, if you're arguing, why would you bring us into that space? That doesn't make sense. Right. You know, so, or if you even have a a situation where, where you go take it a step further and, oh, he's your daddy, just like your old daddy. And you know, that happens a lot. Right you know, that happens a lot from the, from sports. I'm sitting there watching sports and I hear people telling me, you're just like your old, just like your old daddy. And so I, I just think that that's just, that's disparaging to a child, man. Mm-hmm. Because you got, you get one of two things. You get the, you get, he's either going to despise her for saying it, or he's going to despise him for her saying it all the time. Right. So he's going to despise one of those parents for her continuously saying, don't be like your old daddy. Don't right. be like your old dad," Or he's going to despise both of them. Because he wasn't there and then she always reminded him that he wasn't there. So he's like, forget both of y'all. So those kids usually grow up and go off to California or go off on, on another coast somewhere and don't deal with their parents at all in, in instances I've seen. Yeah. So um so let them be kids, let them grow up. Don't bring them into that situation, you know. And I mean things sometimes things pop off and the kids are right there, but don't let it elevate to a level to where, you know, you're demeaning or degrading or or making mm-hmm. this person seem like this or Oh, that you just like, no, don't do that. I I say outright, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't expose the kids to that. Let them be kids. Let them play. You know what? Go outside and play your mom and daddy talking. Right. You know, then you have your discussion, right? you know, but, but don't expose them to, you know, tell them, oh, you just like this, you just like that, because that's, that's going to confuse them. Mm -hmm. Right. Because, you know, like, I'm just like my daddy. Is that good? Is that bad? What, you know, what is that? So I'm just like my mom. Is that good? Is that bad? Do I need to not be like her? Do I need, now you're conflicting this child to try to decide who he's going to be like, how he's going to act. So let them be a child and, and kind of let that come organically. In the meantime, you teach them right from wrong. You know, you tell them you can only raise them now. You can raise them the best you can raise them. What they do from there is on them. Right. 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 So you can, you can raise them till they're 18 mm-hmm. and um, you, you, know, you can give them, you know, the best in standards, the best values and take them to church or whatever your, your thing is. But after that, I mean, it, it kind of is what it is. If you, they turn 18, you want to tell them, look at your daddy ain't nothing. You can tell them, um, you know, <laughs> at, So you feel time. like
0: they can tell them that when they're 18.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think when they're when they're grown, you you know, you reserve the right to tell them, listen, okay. you know, this was this and this and this. And it might not because you, now you you could confuse a child by having them resent someone. Mm-hmm. They, they could resent the wrong person. Right. In other words, if daddy leaves, they might resent mama for putting daddy out. Right, You know, instead of resenting daddy for what he did.
0: exactly. So
1: you might go through life resenting mama. And then all of a sudden you, you, you know, you 20 something years old. Mama tell you, Oh, daddy was, you know, Papa was out there. You know, that's why he had to leave. Right. And so just that, that realization. Now you like, Oh, I've been resenting resenting the wrong person. I've seen that happen. You know, you resent the mother all these years and then, Oh, you, you made daddy run away. No daddy ran away with secretary. So, um, You know, it's just one of those things. Yeah. And that was you, you
0: when you said when you were talking about that, you made me think of the movie. Um, I think it was Love and Basketball. Yes. Remember that situation. Mm -hmm. And he stopped talking to his dad because he actually was following his father's footsteps. Yes. And when his dad did we did what he did, then he pretty much when what like his dad said when your mom divorced me, you divorced me as well. Yeah, That that was that what I was thinking about when you were saying that. And also, let's reiterate. Um, I'm going to get Jamil to come on because we're about to wrap up. But reiterate uh, what's going on with Mingle of the PD this mm-hmm. Thursday and also uh, the time and location for the Juneteenth celebration coming up on Saturday.
1: Yes. Uh, Mingle of the PD is partnering with Showtime Event Center on Thursday uh, the 17th from 530 to 730 um uh, we'll be out there uh just networking bring a couple of business cards come and network uh saturday uh mingle of the pd will c- partner with culture uh and we will be at 3027c east palmetto street um at starting at 3 p.m and we'll be there for the juneteenth culture fest um we'll have a uh, sexy keys band we'll have miss tanya the poet um and we'll have um uh, voodoo child will be on the ones and twos and um we'll have some numerous other acts and entertainment. We want everyone to come out and enjoy themselves. We're going to have food, drinks, uh, etc. We want everyone to come out and enjoy the uh, Culture Fest. It's a a new and exciting festival. We're bringing to Florence. We want everyone to come out. And that's Saturday the 19th. So that's actually on Juneteenth. So we implore everyone to come on out and enjoy themselves.
0: Okay. And also, I'm going to have to move the camera. I think.
1: Brian.
0: I forgot about that, Brian. My bad, Brian. (laughs) So Jamel could be in the camera, (laughs) and thank you, Les, for coming on. Um, And of course, like I told you, you know, since now you know where we are. Yes, I'm definitely gonna have you back. Absolutely. Just put me on the camera, Um, put me on the calendar, and Jamel. Big shouts out to One Nineteen Media Group. He's the reason why I'm here. He keeps pushing me to greatness, to being better, to pushing myself. Because you know, Les, I was one of those people that wasn't. um, Mm wasn't um, consistent with my podcast. Jamel has been um, pushing me, so salute to Jamel and 119 uh, Media Group, and thank you so much for having us in the studio. And Jamel, what you got coming up um, in in August, right?
2: August 28th. But unless she was good though. You see see how she was good. (laughs) Yeah, and I'd like to thank you for coming on too. I always see you. And I think I put some messages in your your inbox a couple times.
1: Yes, sir. I said, man, this dude do (laughs) everything. I told you. <laughs> you do, do everything.
2: actually you do everything I want to do. <laughs> a,
1: Matter of fact,
0: when we when we get out the line, you might need to talk to Liz about some things. <laughs> uh,
2: man, I'm glad. I'm glad to meet you and I'm glad that you yeah, came by. And you can man. come back anytime you want to. Absolutely. And uh I like to be, we like to be a um part of the things that you do in Florence too. Absolutely. But I'm from Darlington, South Carolina, and um August 28th at the um Terrence Carraway um mm-hmm. park. And Darlington, we're going to do a back, to, just kind of like a back-to-school drive, also kind of like a, a community inter- intervention, so the police and everything can come out there so people, we can meet each other, you know, know, try to um, gain an, another relationship, a better relationship. But my main thing is um I want to try to make sure that every little kid, every kid goes back to school with confidence that they got everything they need. Don't have to go down to school Well, man, I can't get my school supplies till Friday. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm going to have to borrow some paper here or borrow some, uh, some pencils there. But if it's up, that's well, I'm going to try to, I want to give away, I, my goal is to give away 500 book bag stuff. I'm going to do my best to try to um, accomplish that. But just so kids can go back to school with um, with confidence, because I think it's good to start with start the year off with confidence.
0: And you said it's August 28th. So those of you that may be business owners, um, if you'd like to make uh, donations, be sponsors for the event, um, definitely um, contact Jamil. And Jamil, say your um, number. You know I don't know it by heart.
2: My number is <laughs> 843-687-5055. If I, if I don't answer at the time, just send me a text. I'll get right back to you. And um, anything you can, anything you, you give... Give from the heart to help, but let's just try to make these kids go back, um, go to school with confidence.
0: And also, if they choose to reach out to you on uh, social media, you check your inboxes
2: I check every day. Okay, all the time on social media, Jamel lied on um, one nineteen media group. Or if you got to get in tour, it again, touch, get in touch with me. I mean, in touch with me. Just um, give us a call. We love to work with everybody too.
0: And what is the uh, email address?
2: Um media group at gmail at gmail.com okay. that's you can send us um email there too
0: okay all right well that's august
2: 28th august 28th and that's
0: a saturday that's and what, a saturday. what's the time what,
2: what's the time well, we're gonna be out there at, at we'll start at kind of like eight or something but people you know how people come probably when the sun go down a little but if you if you come at around 11 to 12 it'll be good because we have um a platform people out there talking and things like that
0: okay And I'll have... um that day, I will try to have remember remind me so I can have my tripod set up. Yeah, we can have some live feeds going on so people, you know, encourage people to come out. But once again, if you're a business owner or just you know, you know, person that just wants to donate and and be a part of this event, this is great event that um you know because there's so many kids that are less fortunate because you know there were some kids that actually suffered because of the pandemic because like some kids wanted needed to go to school just so they can eat. Yeah. You know, that was yeah. some kids, you know, unfortunately, I heard some stories that when they went through the pandemic, they were like, how are we going to eat? Yeah. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. was their way of, you know getting food, just yeah. eating lunch at school. So I think that everything that you're doing, you and Les are doing some great things in the community. I can't see Les anymore, but um, Les, come a little, come over a little bit so oh, I can yeah. see you as well. But Les, oh, yeah. I like to commend you as well. You're doing a lot of um, great things. You've always been doing great things in the community. From the beginning since I've been knowing you for years, you've always done great things in the community. So I want to commend both of you for doing things in the community.
2: Hold on. Be good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right.
0: I want to commend both of you. And also I want to tell both of you happy Father's Day. It's a little early, but the podcast is on a Monday. And I'm not going to see y'all next weekend. So I'm telling y'all happy Father's Day. You're two appreciate it. There two you guys are two men that I know that are doing some phenomenal jobs with your children. So I want to salute you and give your flowers while you're here instead of you know give them to you now. So happy Father's Day to you both early.
2: Yeah, we want presents though. <laughs> Well, Father's you know too, we too, we tired of getting socks and flowers. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we want the um, big, we, we want presents. Y'all do know
0: that. They, y'all do know that. Um, and I think it's Walmart or maybe the dollar. So they have like packs of Father's Day card. You know, bundle them Father's Day card. You know, they yeah.
2: Do. <laughs> okay, all right.
0: You know, I'm being funny, right? Yeah,
2: I got you. Matter of fact, I, I might get less. I might get us some. We gonna split all of them. I'm gonna put my name and your name over. Like we got all these cards. But once again, man, thanks Come back anytime. I'm glad I got a chance to meet you.
0: Yeah, Les is a good dude. And matter of fact, you know, Les, I was, um, before I actually started in the studio, I was, me and Jamil was having a conversation. And I actually told him, remember we had a conversation? Mm -hmm. And you told him, you say Jamil, that's a good dude. I told Uh, him what you said. Oh, okay. I
2: appreciate that too. Oh yeah, no problem, man.
0: Because you know, a lot of times people don't know the impact that they have. They really don't know. And sometimes people think, well, people don't notice, Mm -hmm. but it's good to hear it. So I'm glad that you guys connected today. (laughs) But I told him he was like, really?
2: Yeah. 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 But there's one more echoes we got to get on here, too, because she do some great things too. his wife.
0: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Nicole oh, yeah. is a yeah. bomb too. She yes. does some good things too. Yes, yes. yes. yes she does. Definitely mm-hmm. have Nicole call me. Yes, she Because she's yeah, she whoa God. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Nicole, if you're watching, call us. <laughs> we gotta have you on. Matter of fact, Jamel, tell us about all the podcasts you have going on.
2: Man, we have a strong lineup. <laughs> I hope I don't I hope I don't forget any. Well, we have, um, as you know, we have Keep the Faith, which is a great podcast. I Thank think this you. is the fourth fourth episode and all of them have been good. Thank you. Then we have the Tangy Tea of Life with Veronica Samu- Samuels. Mm-hmm. And that's a great one, too. Mm-hmm. Also, we have one called Fit for Your Health with Eric Linton, Tawana McCray, and Renita Renata Page. Also, we have um, a hip-hop, but they talk over hip-hop, it's called Knights <laughs> of the Rhyme Table. <laughs> That comes on 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 Wednesdays and they just starting. So that's getting better and better every episode. And the other one we have is um, Real Talk 360. That's kind of my favorite because I'm on that one. (laughs) We got a new nickname, the um, the Community Coalition (laughs) and where we talk about and we have I have one that just not came yet. It's called Perseverance. So Mm -hmm. I'll probably get you back on that one. That's when I like to go one-on-one with people. Yeah,
0: that's going to be awesome. But, and,
2: and it's all positive. It's it's all positive. It's all positive. And you'll see all of us out there August 28th, Darlington, South Carolina, Terrence Caraway Park. But, um, we don't have the title yet, but we helping kids out that
0: day. And you forgot one.
2: No, I didn't forget one, did William,
0: William Robinson.
2: Oh, William, I am <laughs> sorry. I am sorry. <laughs> William Robinson
0: people. great speaker, yes. Minister, I love listening to him, (laughs) yes. He is
2: my people's keeper, Yes. Keeper, (laughs) I love it. I'm sorry, Will. (laughs) I'm sorry, I apologize.
0: Yes, no, no, charge it to your head, not change. Why why they say charge it to your heart, not your head, head. okay.
2: Yeah,
0: Yeah. listen, I forgot, I forgot. Um, when I was naming him one day, I think I forgot. Oh, god, I I forgot, I forgot, I forgot, but listen, like I said, I. I wish you both a um, happy Father's Day. And definitely, like you said, Jamil, we definitely got to get Nicole on. So let's make sure you relay that message. Uh, We got to get Nicole on because she is doing some phenomenal things. I mean, and I will say that since I've been knowing the two of you, you guys have been some great, that was one of the questions I was going to ask you as well. Like growing up, because you know, you make a decision at when we're growing up as children, you we're constantly observing our parents and people around us. So obviously you had great examples because I mean, even before you opened your mouth to speak, I could tell just by your mannerisms that you were a good person. Oh, and then just everything that you do in the community just really confirmed what I already knew.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: so you. So you had that good foundation, and obviously coming up.
1: Yeah, well, my mom, um, my mom, bless her. She'll be 89 um, next week, God willing. Really? No, no, actually, what's today? She'll be 89 in a couple of days. So uh, I have to get a birthday celebration for her together. So, yeah. Well, happy
0: birthday, mama. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, so it's going to be what? And you said
1: a couple days What June 17th, June 17th.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. That didn't really th- Yeah. That's that in three days. Yes.
1: That's in three days. So I'll get something together for her. Wait a minute.
0: That. You got to do something for mom before you go to the event on
1: Thursday. Yeah. I got <laughs> to do something. got to do something for mama now. Got to do something for mama. So
0: happy birthday. Make sure you give your mama, say your mom's name. Give your mom a shout out.
1: Ethel Eccles. Uh, <laughs> shout out mom. They call her in her community. They call her curly. <laughs> really? She had curly hair growing up. So they okay. call her, everybody calls her like curly still.
0: Okay, so. well, happy birthday, Miss Echoes. I hope you have a blessed birthday. And
1: how old will she be?
2: 89. Oh wow,
1: what a blessing.
2: Oh, boy, yes. she got some stories.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> every week. Oh, she every, every, every day I talk to her. Yeah, she got
2: stories. I too.
0: love being around. Um, I love being around to hear the wisdom. I love I would love to be on your right. I like to meet your mom. Yeah,
2: she tells so many she tells a lot of stories. Bring on the show.
1: She tells a lot. <laughs> of right. A lot of stories.
0: I love I love the I love to hear the wisdom. Yeah. But thank you once again, Les, for taking thank out you. time in your business. Cause like I said, you wear a lot of hats.
1: Thank you for having
0: so me. So, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule, and Jamal, of course, I salute you as well. One Nineteen Media Group.
2: Media Group.
0: And we're going to be talking about as the days get closer to um the are you are you you say you don't have a name yet? You're not saying the block party or
2: no, not yet. I okay. have a name this week.
0: Okay, cool. And that's coming up on August the twenty eighth. August
2: twenty eighth
0: at Terrence Carraway Park
2: in Darlington, South Carolina,
0: our hometown. Yeah. <laughs> D town. Well, thank you guys for watching the Keep the Faith podcast. If you would like to be a guest on the Keep the Faith podcast, you can contact me at 843-920-8124. That's 843-920-8124. And um, you can also email me at, faithisnecessary at gmail.com. Now, if you missed the beginning of the podcast, hit that replay button and and watch it from the beginning. It has been a great um, podcast. And I, once again, I salute To all the fathers, all the fathers everywhere, I salute you. Um, Tori got your back. Tori got much love for you. So positive eyes over this way. And um, single mothers, let the fathers have their day, okay? (laughs) I had to say that, but single mothers, (laughs) let the fathers have their day. Now understand, and I will say this, because like I said, I'm a single parent as well. Um, Don't use that day as a day to bash Uh, Your children's father. Do not do that. Um, You know, even though things may not have gone the way you wanted them to, do not use that day as a day to bash them. Love Love on them no matter what. I teach my child forgiveness, no matter what the situation may be. And as always, when I end the show, I always say no matter what you may be going through, whatever obstacle you may encounter in life, always remember to keep the faith. And thank you guys for watching. And we'll talk to you soon. And remember to keep the faith. Peace.